that people in power were very watchful over the press, and apt not only to interpret, but to punish everything which looked like an innuendo, as I think you called it. But pray, how could that which I spoke so many years ago, and at above five thousand leagues distance, in another reign, be applied to any of the yahoos who are now said to govern the herd, especially at a time when I little thought on or fear the unhappiness of living under them? Have not I the most reason to complain when I see these very yahoos carried by Winhams in a vehicle, as if these were brutes and those the rational creatures? And indeed, to avoid so monstrous and detestable a sight was one principal motive of my retirement hither. Thus much I thought proper to tell you in relation to yourself, and to the trust I reposed in you. I do, in the next place, complain of my own great want of judgment in being prevailed upon by the entreaties and false reasonings of you and some others, very much against my own opinion, to suffer my travels to be published. Pray, bring to your mind how often I desired you to consider, when you insisted on the motive of public good, that the yahoos were a species of animals utterly incapable of amendment by precepts or examples. And so it has proved. For instead of seeing a full stop put to all abuses and corruptions, at least in this little island, as I had reason to expect, behold, after above six months' warning, I cannot learn that my book has produced one single effect according to my intentions. I desired you would let me know by a letter, when party and faction were extinguished, judges learned and upright, pleaders honest and modest, with some tincture of common sense, and Smithfield blazing with pyramids of law-books, the young nobility's education entirely changed, the physicians banished, the female yahoos abounding in virtue, honor, truth, and good sense, courts and levies of great ministers thoroughly weeded and swept, wit, merit, and learning rewarded all disgracers of the press in prose and verse, condemned to eat nothing but their own cotton and quench their thirst with their own ink. These and a thousand other reformations I firmly counted upon by your encouragement, as indeed they were plainly deducible from the precepts delivered in my book. And it must be owned that seven months were a sufficient time to correct every vice and folly to which yahoos are subject if their natures had been capable of the least disposition to virtue or wisdom. Yet so far have you been from answering mine expectation in any of your letters, that, on the contrary, you are loading our carrier every week with libels and keys and reflections and memoirs and second parts, wherein I see myself accused of reflecting upon great statesfolk, of degrading human nature, for so they have still the confidence to style it, and of abusing the female sex. I find, likewise, that the writers of those bundles are not agreed among themselves, for some of them will not allow me to be author of mine own travels, and others make me author of books to which I am wholly a stranger. I find, likewise, that your printer has been so careless as to confound the times and mistake the dates of my several voyages and returns, neither assigning the true year or the true month or day of the month. And I hear the original manuscript is all destroyed since the publication of my book. 
neither have I any copy left. However, I have sent you some corrections which you may insert, if ever there should be a second edition. And yet I cannot stand to them, but shall leave that matter to my judicious and candid readers to adjust it as they please. I hear some of our sea yahoos find fault with my sea language, as not proper in many parts, nor now in use. I cannot help it. In my first voyages, while I was young, I was instructed by the oldest mariners, and learned to speak as they did. But I have since found that the sea yahoos are apt, like the land ones, to become newfangled in their words, which the latter change every year, insomuch as I remember upon each return to mine own country their old dialect was so altered that I could hardly understand the new, and I observe when any yahoo comes from London out of curiosity to visit me at mine own house.